Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to After Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin. Except no sandwiches. Welcome, 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 dear listeners. Welcome to a grey, cool, overcast early November den for the visit of Derby County this afternoon to the home of the Lions. Derby and Mill just walking out together prior to the game. Derby in their familiar white shirts and black shorts. Lions, of course, in dark blue and white. Today is Mill's Remembrance Day ceremony, so I think the game will kick off with a short rendition of the last post. Minute silence and then into the game. Your Lions team today sees... Sean Hutchinson, not named, for his ill, inverted commas, ill. So we have Barbelkovsky back wide, I think, will be Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper, and Dan Ballard. The wing backs today, Scott Malone, and I'm guessing Ryan Leonard. Midfield, Billy Mitch, Jules Savile. Up front, Benedict Afobe, scorer of the goal in midweek. Mason Bennett, who did so well in that second half, and the familiar face of Jed Wallace. On the bench this afternoon, George Long, Danny Mack, Michael Keithton Bell, Tom Bradshaw, Matt Smith, Shay Ojo, and Pierce, Alex Pierce. I forgot his first name for a moment. Decent crowd in this afternoon, dear listeners. It was quite busy downstairs as I entered the ground. Reeves have been laid across the um, centre spot. Both teams lined up around the centre circle. As ever, we do do that very, very well at this football club, don't we? We will come into today's game on the back of that excellent 1 0, excellent second half 1 0 win over Reading midweek, Tuesday night. We'll be looking to recreate the Millwall chaos as it's now becoming known all around the internet because that seems to be the, the A, it's what we like, 
also seems to be her most effective style of football, Mill Chaos. Linesworth was booed off at half-time versus Reading and were cheered off at full-time, just as they were against Stoke City. So I'm hoping that Gary Rowett will learn a valuable lesson if you bring the Den crowd, you can hear it all around me, into the game. You have a most valuable weapon. Anyway, we'll, we'll see how today goes. Derby, of course, on the bottom of the table, languishing with that uh, minus 12 points penalty. Otherwise, they would be higher up. They wouldn't be mid-table quite, but they would certainly be in the lower third. They wouldn't be bottom. So, um, I think Adam Barrett described them as dangerous opponents. I think we've got to regard them as such. Just waiting for kick-off. Some kind of delay to kick-off, otherwise. Away we go. We don't go, we full stop. Getting this game started seems to be a thing for this referee. That doesn't bode well. No way we go at last. Derby kick us off attacking the Coldblow lane end in accordance with ancient English legislation since the Anglo-Saxon days prior to Alfred the Great. Nicely done there by George Abelwin to Paul Mason Bennett. Feeds through to Jed Wallace, breaks down the left side. He's got Bennett in the middle, comes across goal. He slightly obstructed it. Green for handball, didn't see it. Going for a right-sided corner. Just behind Benikafobe. Right staff the lines. This is the way to do it, dear listeners. Maybe the penny has dropped, the uh, the Rowett penny. Good start by the Lions. Early freak uh, early corner. If you were playing Wayne. Wayne Rooney Bingo, dear listeners, at 1 minute 57. If you had that ticket for the first mention of Wayne Rooney, then you've won a season subscription to Afton Millwall. Pento villain, Wayne Rooney, down, down in the uh, coach's corner down there. Lawrence lining up in a 4-4-2 today, dear listeners, after a good article by Dane Marsh on the London News Network website. Describing all shapeshifters, shapeshifters. We've shape, sh shapeshifted again today. 442. I thought it was going to be another 352 uh, wingback setup, but no, 442 today. Dan Ballard taking the elbow with a mush. And the long ball forwards. And the nine. No Sean Hutchinson out this afternoon. It's going to be interesting to see how the Lions play defensively. We tend to, to not be as good as when Hutchinson's in as when he's out, for whatever reason. It is a more conventional 4-4-2, so one would hope that we're happy with that. Comfortable with it. You'd hope. Five minutes on the clock, he checks. He's beating his man over there. That would be... But there's a ball into the middle. That's in front of goal, bouncing around. Hoof clear. Moment there where the goal was open. Derby keep keep the ball, yep, three throw in for Derby, down on my right, little moment of panic there dear listeners as the ball came in, we dodged a slight bullet with that, that crossing from the left side earlier on, this is the 36 now taking on Murray Wallace, he's beaten him for pace, ball into the near post, that's Jake Cooper with the clearance. Do we have a gripe with Rain, Wayne Rooney, Millwall fans? Well, I presume you're a Mill fan if you're listening to this. Do we have a gripe? Here comes the 10 on the right. Ball into the middle. That's across the face of goal. No one in there, thankfully. Eight minutes. Second decent move by Derby. Crossing in from Eva Flank. Did he let his country... I don't think he let his country down. He might have um, made the one or two wayward lifestyle choices, but... You know, I look, I look around, I see wayward lifestyle choices a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Murray doesn't seem to be having the best of days so far, Murray. He's been turned inside out a couple of days, almost conceded position. He does get it clear. Ten minutes. Bit of bright sunshine now, illuminating the docker stand with the floodlights on. It's at that funny time of year, of course. It's quite a cool day today. Kind of day where you're too hot with your jacket on, too cold without it. Coming towards 15 minutes. After that early brightness, we've got a little bit off, off the boil. We're driven backwards here, so we're going to come off the boil still further now. Not, not quite clicking at the moment, dear listeners. It's not quite happening. Some of Mill's passing has been wayward. Um, we've looked good in little moments, but then the ball into the middle, trying to find Benekafobe, has been wanting so far. 
It comes towards 21 minutes. Um, Derby have had the, the best chances so far. They're playing a clear possession style, keep the ball, trying to slow it down, take ages over every dead ball situation. You, you, you've heard the song before, dear listeners, I know. At the moment, nothing to really fire up this fairly decent den crowd. We've just looked a little bit vulnerable down the left side flanks, dear listeners. I'm sure Rowett will be wanting to shapeshift that out of the game because um, they've looked likely to, to do damage attacking on the, on the left side particularly and also on the right. Got to say the uh, Millwall flag opposite, all the flags actually, on the docker stand, looking a little bit raggedy. The um, third Millwall flag, there's a St George's cross in the middle which looks like a do of a good run through the washing machine. And two mill flags that I've seen better days about three or four years ago. One's falling to bits. It looks like it's been in the Battle of Trafalgar or something. Sort it out. Debate on the London News in the week as to whether it should be uh, Tom Bradshaw or Benigafobe starting up front. Both scored goals recently. So far, well, I think it's more of a team thing, which is not quite clicking. The, uh, the Derby player's doing up his laces. Um, under the doing up your laces rule of football. Like an immediate head injury, you know. The wily old six with the old loose laces move. There's a wanker in the red in the crowd, dear listeners. I can't see him from where I'm standing. He's a sex case, apparently. Slightly drifty feeling about the game at the moment from a new perspective. We are, or we came into the game, I suppose, we should say, building some home form. Wins against Reading and before that against Stoke. Um, we do also have a, a second half reputation, of course, of um, changing things around. We need something in the second half. We're not clicking in the first, for me, particularly. Here comes a four surging forwards. On the left side, I think Savile will concede a free kick there, and does. 41 minutes on the clock. Comes the eight, who faints, it's the other player involved. It's shot on goal, dipping, taken nicely by Bart Bill Kofke. Awkward little chance, actually. Dipping shot down low on target. We had a little conversation with Mike Hayden on the last one of the last shows about Gary Rowett and his being a lucky manager. We need some of that Rowett luck. Oh, it's a run out just here. Jake's getting himself into a, uh, a pickle. The 10's free on the edge of the penalty. Jerry's has a 36. 1 0. 43 minutes. Jake Cooper stumbles and uh, allows the ball to get away from him. Ball pass simply across the middle penalty area for the, a simple tap in in the end. 1 0 Derby. In truth, in truth, I feel that's been coming because we haven't shown enough going forwards and Derby actually have looked, by their standards, dangerous on the attack, especially down the flanks. But that was just a self-inflicted error. We've not looked totally comfortable in 4-4-2 mode. Um, Jake looks half the player without Sean Hutchinson alongside him. Um, we're playing long ball with no Matt Smith to aim it at. Um, it's not been a great half of football, dear listeners, in my opinion. Little header through. This is Jake uh, Jed Wallace. He's got a Scott Malone three on the left. What can he do? Scott Malone blasts it. Wallace, Scott Malone from the edge of the penalty area. William Brown, thank you, man. Ball broke down the right. Ball across to find uh, Scott Malone on the left, who slams it home with authority, dear listeners. One each. Take some of the weight off of our shoulders. Let's see again, Jed Wallace with the ball across. He finds uh, Scott Malone, wide left. Great strike, great finish. Low, daisy cutter, as we used to call it at Castlecombe School. Slammed into the uh, right side of the net, on the, on the right-hand corner. Nicely done, one each. There's a half-time whistle. Lions get cheered off rather than booed off. One each. Not a great half by Mill, I've got to say. That wasn't brilliant. 
Um, the 4-4-2 not quite connecting for me. Um, whether we'll do another shape shift at half time, I think we probably have to because we were rather open to attacks down on both sides, both flanks. Um, yeah, we've, we've um, done well to get ourselves back into a game having given the, the lead cheaply to Derby County, but really nice finish to finish off what was largely speaking uh, a fairly disappointing half of football for Millwall. Anyway, mustn't carp. Dar Millwall won, Derby won at the break. Achtung, Millwall. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Team Giraffe for the second half, dear listeners. Mill will be attacking a cold blow lane in, in the second half in accordance with English law since the time of the ancient bead writing the uh Anglo-Saxon Chronicle at Jarrow Monastery. And away we go. Lions really do need a lot more verve, vim and attacking esprit de corps in the second half. That first half, we slightly got out of jail, in my opinion, with that late-late goal from Scott Malone. As well taken as it was. Can we produce Millwall chaos in the second half? That would make a great name for a punk rock heavy metal band, in my opinion. Millwall chaos. Lead singer Boring Gary Rowett. Have to be a punk band for Boring Gary Rowett. Possibly um, on bass, Zombie Adam Barrett or something like that. Nice little flick from Mason Benedict in a running race. He's beaten his man. What can he do? He's got a chance to shoot. Nice block by the goalkeeper. It falls to Scott Malone on the edge of the penalty area. He's blasted into the defender. Moment's gone. Mason Bennett does still hold the ball. Nice break forwards there. That's Gone for a goal kick. 51 minutes and it comes. It is long. Bouncing around. It falls to Billy Mitch. Tries to combine nicely with Leonard. He does the ball into the near post. Unlucky. Nice move. A little bit of subtlety. A little bit of finesse. Something a little bit more than a hot dog. Another long Ryan Leonard long throw. It's bouncing around. Jake Cooper penalised for the six who's gone down as if smitten by bubonic plague. 52 minutes. Here come Derby. There's space in front of them. There's a the back four moving back in a line. Plenty of time being given to him. The ball on the right side. That's headed away by Dan Ballard. Nicely done. They should go for a goal kick. 36 looks a dangerous player, dear listeners, on, on, on the uh, right side for Derby. He's been by far their main threat, and um, as I've said already, has given a new orifice to poor old Murray Wallace over on, that, on the left side of Mill defence, Mill's defence. Well, cleared the ball, just. <laughs> One of those heart-stopping moments. Lovely ball from Mason Bennett to feed Jed Wallace on the left. What can he do? Balls into the middle. This is Joe Saville. Oh, he's Mr. Sitter! He's Mr. Sitter! 60 minutes. Running through from centre. Balling from, uh, from the left from Jed Wallace. Into the path of Joe Saville. Puts it wide right. Oh, dear. Shocker. 
that should have been buried. Tackles flying in midfield now. Derby on the break. On the left side now, this is shot blocks nicely by Dan Ballard. Rapidly becoming my man in the match, Dan Ballard. To Derby throwing down below us in block one. Nicely done, nice work. He had no option there, Dan Ballard, I'm talking about. Derby pick up possession again now. It's an open game. 61 minutes. Whether Gary Rowell will like it and it's chaotic feeling, I don't know. But it's certainly an open game. It's a better game in the second half. That's a ball that's crossed there into, into touch. Goal kick from the right side from the 38. He's had a poor game, Jake Cooper. The ball there released. This is the, the 36. Oh, how did Bart save that? That was sorry. That was the uh, the 38. Stopped it with his legs. Mill dodge a bullet. 62 minutes. How did you do it? They're taking it quickly. Here's the 10 on the left. Balls into the middle. It's headed up. We look defensively unsound today, dear listeners. That's headed gently through to Bart Belkowski. Miracle save number. How many now? Loose count of them. Mason Bennett clips it past the 36 and draws a free kick. Second yellow is going to go. We're down to 10. Sending off, 63rd minute. The boys taking forever to walk off the pitch. Out comes the tunnel. I haven't seen the tunnel for a little while. The protective tunnel. In case of missiles. I think it will be Smithy time now with the um, depleted. Derby County numbers getting amongst them I think what do you think dear listeners would you bring Smithy in I think there's always a, there's a moment every game where you say it's Smithy time he's got Jed on the on the right side of him Jed cuts in little cross into the danger zone in front of Jake Cooper couldn't get a touch on it brilliant cross from Jed Wallace on the right in front of Jake and um, Benning Afobe's on screen whether he uh, I think it was more Jake than Bennett, to be honest. Oh, poor pass. Billy Mitchell, the 38, breaks at pace. And he's trying to get back. What can he do? Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant work there by Billy Mitchell. He made the error, but the running, the, the 38 has pace. 36 has pace. And he was chased down enough to um, make that a corner rather than a shot on goal. Back. The goalkeeper will clear it under the attention of Benedict Afobe. There was a moment there where I thought we had a chance for on goal. Nice one-two. Billy to Ryan Leonard on the right. Ryan gets dispossessed. A lot of that this afternoon, dear listeners. A lot of cheap um, dispossessions on the Millwall side. It was a better second half, more entertainment. Was a, nine has space on the, on the left side. No one with him. Jake's looked a bit six and seven. Nine will get a shot. Oh, another great save by Bart Bielkowski from the nine there. That was on target, low and very hard to stop. Miracle save number two in the game from Bart. How many goals does he stop and save? How many points does he save us in the course of a season with that instinctive shot-stopping ability of his? Fantastic save. Tom Bradshaw does well to win the ball. Falls to Jed Wallace on the right side. What can he do? He's Clip into the middle is an overhead kick from spatted away on the line. The overhead kick from Benning Afobe saved on the line by the goalkeeper. It falls to Scott Malone now. 78 minutes on the clock, ball into the mix. Bradshaw runs through to the goalkeeper. It's a goal kick. Goal kick. So it could be the last chance saloon for Millwall, I'm afraid, dear listeners. One minute to go. Derby taking forever over their business. There it is. Millwall one, Derby one. Um, we didn't do enough in the second half to dismantle a determined Derby side, especially once they'd gone down to 10 men. It was, it was a better game in the second half than it was at the first. Um, but thanks to that error from Jake Cooper in the first half and then the making good of uh, Scott Malone Daisy got a half time he finishes one apiece um, fair result I think overall Derby came with a determination and uh, maxed their, their resources so anyway there we are we'll be right back after these messages dear listeners Achtung Mailball 
info just leaving the ground um, and I'm under the blue illuminated lights um, as if I'm walking back to the sealed estate and never used to look like this years ago. Um, shows how interesting today's game off and that's how I'm starting my voice note but it's, do you know what, Mike Hayden had a great point the other day when he was saying about the quality of the division if we're as high as we are and I think today you could question it because I thought in the first half we was we was not great again and, and this and this goes back to again what was said on the previous show and thinking back to uh, the Stoke City game where we're just so slow starting in the first half or we, we don't really know what we seem to be doing. There was a bloke behind me shouting, oh, you've had about four different formations. I don't think it was as many as four, but it, things did seem to change around and at one point, I said to a few people around me, I, I, can't, I can see the players and I can judge the formation by what they normally play, but I can't see what they were doing because at the time, Mason Bennett was playing down the middle of the front three and Benekafobe was on the left. Um, I think the goal from Scott Malone stopped an awful lot of jeering and booing that was coming. Um, and I could question some of the tactics from Gary Rowett and, and what we were trying to do but this goes back to with the responsibility of the players Jake Cooper had an absolute nightmare today but all around me it was Rowett you don't know what you're doing well clearly Cooper didn't know what he was doing and and, and when we conceded the goal everyone was jumping on Rowett's back again when it was a big mistake from Jake Cooper um, second half was slightly better and we started the second half better it was more explosive and the fans were in the game but Derby went to the 10 man syndrome didn't they they got a player sent off and we just couldn't com- com- couldn't really compete with them could we we didn't really do much except for long balls up there was a few times we were playing a few hopeless balls up and and I'm sorry in the nicest possible way and, and, and this isn't digging anyone out as individuals but if you've got someone like Phil Jagielka who is less mobile than Matt Smith and they're down to 10 men. You don't think I'm going to bring on Matt Smith to actually get me the goals. You're going to bring on someone a bit more mobile who's going to cause more trouble. I mean, you'd do that when they had 11, let alone 10. <laughs> We're the reason we didn't win that game today. And luck and Derby were the reason they didn't win that game. Because if Derby could finish better and a bit less blasts over their finishing, they would have been 2-3-0 up before we'd even, even got our goal. But... It's disappointing. I mean, if, if you're in Derby's position, considering what they've had to put up with and the players they've only been allowed to sign in the situation they're in, where, you know, they're all but relegated, that's the perfect result. And for some reason now, someone's playing Dancing Queen around me. With that note, Arriva Dirty Millwall. It's got to get better than that, lads. It's got to get better than that. Hi, Nick. Matt Richards here. Just driving back from that game. Um, just Yeah, just being disappointed, really. I mean... The game was there, wasn't it? I mean, it's sod's law, typical middle, isn't it? Before the game, playing bottom team, then you, I don't know, they're down to 10 with half an hour to go and can't get the win, really. Um, I mean, the first half wasn't great. Um, we up and puff, we didn't, we didn't create anything, did we, until until we scored. I mean, their, their goal was uh, another calamity and Jake's made a mistake. You know, he's not great on the ball. Um do the simple things and then suddenly there you go one nil down I mean, if Malone hadn't scored obviously you know we would have been booed off again which is which is you could say harsh I guess because I don't think we were that bad but you know that's that's the way some people are feeling at the moment so it's fair enough and then second half was a lot better really um, Jed running through you know he was unlucky when he was running through and but the chances you know the, the game the, the two gutting things was Savile's chance. I mean, what a great move. Bennett playing in Jed and he picked him out perfectly. He's just got to hit the target and it's just, oh. And then, and then another great ball by Jed, you know, to um, the phobie and he's just got to get a touch. You know, it's just gutting because one end goes in, we win the game. And, you know, can you blame Rarick for that? Well, not when players are missing easy chances like that. I suppose it's it's good we're creating chances. Um, but it's frustrating when you just don't put them away. Um, and, you know, in fact, Derby had a couple of chances as well. So it wasn't as if it wasn't as if it was total one-way traffic. But we were the better team. I thought we were the better team. And we and we, sh- we should have won that game. And it's 
frustrating because if we did, then you know we'd be flying up towards the top six, and and we haven't. Hi, Nick. It's Angelo here. I was at the game today. Um, I thought Derby were were much better first half than what we were. Uh, second half, it was all us, and we just really got a got to put one of them chances away. Really, you know, the Savile and the Afobi chance, uh, we, they should be scoring. There's no question about that. Um, the only the only disappointing thing I I thought was that where Harris might um, Harris where where uh, Rat may have got it wrong is that the two centre halves for Derby are really old. They're very experienced, but they're really old. So I would have personally started with Smith because Smith would have given them a headache, would have battled and bruised them. And, and, and made them even more tired than what they were. And then in the second half, they'd bring on the Ojos and the Bennets and all the pace. And, and that would have been my tactic for that game. But listen, at the end of the day, uh, it's another game we haven't lost. Um, but just uh, we, we, we should have put one of them chances away. But uh, Billy Mitchell, man of the match by a country mile. Um, but listen, we can't grumble with two points off the playoffs. So uh, come on, you Lions. Huge thank you to the uh, voicemail messages left there on our, on our answer phone. Do leave us a message, dear listeners, 0208 144 It's always good to hear from people, not just like post-match. If you have anything you want to say, you know, midweek or out of out of game day, so to speak, then it's always, always good. Uh, but joining us now on the show is a previous guest. Actually, we've spoken before. It's Mr. Steve Evans. Welcome, Steve. Morning, Nick. Morning, everyone. And thank you for joining us in the aftermath of what was a very, in the end, I thought it was an entertaining game, Steve, but oddly frustrating. Re- weird yeah, that, combination yesterday. Yeah, that's the uh, the overriding sense I got walking out the ground yesterday. People I was talking to, and, and myself included, was it was frustration. But obviously, the second half, yeah, was it was a bit like well, it's the standard Millwall home game now. I think just <laughs> boys to death in the first half, and then. You rally for the second half, and you just yeah. I think the, the fact we couldn't get the second goal, it was just frustrating all round. We created plenty of chances, especially in the second. Um, I think you can't you can't you can't talk about Mill at the moment without talking about these first halves that we're, we're getting. And it, you know, I, I go around in circles, Steve, and I don't know how you feel about this. You can't ask for more entertainment, which is what we got, no. and then complain when maybe the game don't go your way because that's that's going to be football and chances get created. That's all you can do, and then hope that the the strikers take them. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, as we as we saw yesterday. Um, but is, the first half was was where my real frustration lay, because not so much in the second, because that was more of like a Millwall match. Yeah, you know, chaos is right. Millwall chaos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's become a catchphrase for us now, isn't it? But the, the first half. Um, we don't quite switch on. It's, it's, I don't quite understand why we don't quite believe in ourselves in the first half in the way that we seem to in the second. Because I'm guessing they gave them a rocket at half time, told a few home truths to one or two players, and told them to get forwards and get more at it. Because in the first half, that's what we weren't doing. It was it was a very strangely flat and quite defensively wobbly performance in that first period. I thought, Steve. But I think that, well, I think it's, it's just like I say, it's becoming the standard first half performance, especially mm. at home now. Where they just like, I, I said to someone yesterday in the pub, I don't know if it's part of his master plan that he bores everyone to death. <laughs> they get booed off at half time, so the opposition go in thinking, oh, well, well obviously the fans ain't happy. We might be able to win something. <laughs> and then we come out in the second half and we're a completely different team. I mean, it, like, so we created enough chances to win the game yesterday. We've we just do. unlucky. Um, I was sat actually, I'm sat behind the goal second half. How the Savile one doesn't go in. Yeah, I don't know. obviously the one across goal, Phoebe struggles to get a, a firm touch on, um, and then the overhead kick was was quite an inventive and decent effort. The keepers made a good save, so it's not like the chances aren't being created. I mean, we we know we're not the most clinical in front of goal anyway. No, so it, it didn't surprise me that we that we weren't finishing them. But it was the Savile one more than anything for me. So I was sitting right behind it as soon as it left his foot, I thought it was in. Yeah, I mean, I looked at the YouTube highlights reel just before we, we spoke this morning. And, you know, every time you see it in real time, I thought, how did he miss it? And every time I've watched it a couple of times since, you think the same thing. How did that not go in? Because it, it looked like it was going in and then somehow yeah, all the way, away yeah. at the last. I mean, that's 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 football. I mean, he's, I think he's a, he's, he's a player like a few others, perhaps, in in, in the middle school. I, I don't know if... Um, 
I think we've got this split identity, Steve. And I was trying to think on on how to summarise that game yesterday because you know you you have the first half where we it looks looks like we don't quite believe in ourselves. We're, we're setting ourselves up in a more attacking stance. I don't know if you'd call that four four two in the first mm-hmm. half or, or what. I get lost, but anyway, it, it looks something like a traditional Millwall setup. Um, with one or two players, like a slight sense of round pegs in 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 square holes, with Ryan Leonard playing on the right. Um, in that kind of more four four two ish kind of perform- yeah. uh, formation. But the thing is with Leonard though, he's not actually done that bad in the last. No, he's doing all right. He's doing very well. Yeah, um, and I, 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 I'd never knock him because I think you know he's he's, he's playing um, not quite a fish out of water, but he's, he's he's certainly not in his natural position. That's for sure. Um, but it's I think there's a certain sense. Don't know if you agree, but I, I just thought we weren't clicking in the first half. It's almost like we didn't quite believe in this formation as an attacking unit so like we've not got we've got out of practice with it somehow do you think yeah I've, well I've, i was saying to someone afterwards i don't know whether it's just where they've played the rowit formation for so long now yeah that's what yeah that whenever he changes it like obviously he's changing it about with the best of intentions but when we when he does as you say the players don't quite seem to really know what they're supposed to do no and then no, in the end no. it just it, it will revert to type and go to his typical formation which we didn't look bad on in the second no, half. No, well, yeah, it's a bit, I mean, even um, Tuesday night against Reading, second half was the same thing. He changed, same it, thing. changed yeah. it up, got got Mason on, and and the second half was completely different. Yeah, I think I think what it is. I mean, we 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 brought Matt Smith in late in the game yesterday, but and I suppose he's the nearest thing we've got to a target man. I do, I do wonder if poor old Matt's. I mean, with the years catch up on us all, Steve, don't they? Aren't, yeah, aren't, I mean, I am. I, I, um, I don't think he offered anything when he came on yesterday. No, no. I, I was having a chat with someone on Twitter last night. Uh, Mickey Avery, I was chatting with him last night as well. Yeah. The, the age in their defensive legs, we should have just been throwing pace at them from all angles. So you've got Jack yeah. Yelker. Jack yeah. My brother turned around to me yesterday. He goes, look, Jack Yelker's actually got a gut on him. Is that like, so, <laughs> <laughs> He's drawing a pension like me. Yeah, I mean, so despite <laughs> even Curtis Davis, I think Davis has got to be nearing 35 now. Yeah, yeah, there was enough, you know, there was enough pace on the bench and in the team to be to just be running at them whenever they had the chance. I think and we, I think we played into their hands somewhat. I mean, one of my notes I've made to myself, and uh, you know, it's, it slightly sticks in the throat, but you've got to take your hats off to Derby because that's a, a makeshift 11 that they put out there with players, as you just said. I mean, experience, but blimey, you know, um, yeah. they're, 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 they're scraping the bottom of the barrel to put out a, a, a championship level 11. But I thought they actually showed, um, you know, good fighting spirit, although we didn't probably test them enough in the ways that you've, you've just described very well because mm. pace kills, doesn't it? I mean, you yeah. know, any, any level. Any I think as well, there. I mean, the red card sort of, it, it galvanised them more than it did Ooh. us. Because we were we were on top up until that point anyway, but yeah. you obviously know as soon as Burn went off, they were just going to sit behind the ball, try and hit us on the break. Which, in fairness, they did have a couple of chances towards the end to hit us on the break. But they we did. seemed yeah. we seemed more. I think we're one of them teams. Derby were happy to let us have the ball, and we're not very good at that. No, we're we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head there, Steve. <laughs> we move the ball if we can move the ball quickly. We 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 seem to be pretty good at that. But if you ask us to pop it around our own midfield, sooner or later, a bit like with their goal. To be fair, you end up going backwards and, and mistakes get made. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to come on to the goal, so I'm glad that you've you've raised it, and I mean, it raises the Jake Cooper question because he's um he, he's a confidence. Like all players, everyone in this life, everyone needs confidence in themselves, and I just think he's lost confidence in his in his own ability. I think you know you don't become a bad player overnight, but you can no, lose your no. confidence quite quickly in, in in professional sport. And the den is an unforgiving place to um, to be struggling with that side of it. Um, but I mean, it was it was a shocker of an error to, um, to oh, be stuck with a ball, um, and we got punished for it, didn't we? I mean, I mean that, the thing, he was he was try- I don't know what he was doing. It's like he was dancing with it, like he was pissed. <laughs> and, and mate, got, well, well, right, I'll nick this off you. I mean, even when he tries to cover it, mate, he just backs it, back heels it straight past him. Yeah, I, I mean, no, we're wide open after that. We're wide open, and and they they put it away well, and that's that's one nil, and that that is, um, you know, that that's 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 a, that's a punch in the stomach, isn't it? At that point, because 
self-inflicted errors. And I think that's been so for a few of the goals we've conceded. We, we're not going to score many, Steve, and mm. we can't afford to ship them that easily if that's what if that's how we're set up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, tough break on them. I thought Jake and the whole defence, apart from Dan Ballard, who I, I, I picked out as my... In the, in the immediate flush of walking out of the den, I was trying to think of a man in a match, and he came into my head because I thought he's he's like a... Yeah, it's probably not a bad... I thought Billy done well as well yesterday. Billy did very well. In the benefit of hindsight, I think probably I would have gone for Billy. But there we are. As you're walking down yeah. Ilderson Road, you, you 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 don't think that deeply. But um, I think Billy did very, very well. Um, I mean, the, the goal to respond so quickly came as a huge relief because I think we would have been booed off at half-time, as, as seems to become the new fashion at Mill. Yeah. Boo, boo our team. But... Um, it was a really nicely taken, executed goal created by that pass. I think it was Jed, was it? Who passed the yeah, ball I think, yeah, field? Jed done a bit of work cutting. So, I mean, I'll be honest, when they scored, I got up and went downstairs, right? So I was watching it on the monitor with the um, inevitable two second delay. <laughs> up upstairs, you know, like, well, we've obviously scored, you just got to wait to see it on the screen. Yeah, nice finish. Yeah, I mean, very nice finish, yeah. I mean, he does have a touch of quality about him, Scott Malone. I think again, I mean, he's, he's clearly at the end of a you know, a long, longish career, Scott Malone. But I think he still does retain that Premier League quality in in, in his attacking play. Certainly, maybe less so defensively, but um, certainly that was that came as a welcome welcome relief to me at half time. Well, I think he, enjoyed, he seemed to enjoy it as well, didn't he? Judging by his mm. celebration. Yeah, I mean, he's getting a bit of stick off the derby yeah. fans, which must must um, must hurt. But yeah, so I mean, one each at half time, and then we we as, as I said, someone I think as Carl Bates said that we threw the kitchen sink at him in the second half, and and so we did. Um, apparently, there was a, a formation change. I didn't really pick up on this in the second half, but apparently Gary Rowett said that we went to four two three one in the second half. Um, I. Um, yeah, I can't, mate, mate, I, I can't tell you. <laughs> I mean, gonna... was, though, we didn't really have a lot of the ball in our own defensive third. So, no, I mean, because I, I, I'm cold blow lane lower. So, you can't really, if we haven't got the ball in a defensive area, you're not really paying attention to who's there, if that makes sense. You're just focusing on the no. ball forward. And we were getting it wide quite a lot in the second half as well. Yeah, I thought we did. Um, you know, there was there was a good debate. It might have been that debate that you were talking to Michael about, actually, Steve. Where I think Michael had said that uh, you can't blame Gary Rowett for players missing pretty good chances. No, so basic, basic football, yeah. basic football, really. If you're was, being and, paid, and I'll be honest, in the second half, I've uh, one of my close mates who I sit with, I said to him, it's probably the first time I've seen Rowett actually out of his seat, mm. barking at him to get forward. And it yeah. was it, it was more than once he done it as well. So he, it wasn't a lack of him trying to drive the players forward, or a lack of the players creating opportunities. It just wasn't bouncing our way. No, that's right. And, and I mean, despite the result, which felt a bit like we got beat when we hadn't, we we come away of a draw in the end. So you know, that's that could have been worse. I mean, on on these shows, and I, I, I've tried to be balanced on this show, but you know, you, you, there's been a fair amount of criticism of Gary Rowney's tactics and having a having a go because you're in, in a frustrating situation. But I think I've got to take my hat off to um, the way that we set up in the second half. I mean, you can talk about the first, but it, it did give it a go, and that's all that I'm going to ask of him. To be honest with you, Steve, if we continue to play like that overall, you know, we'll we'll win some, we'll draw some, we might lose some, but. It was an entertaining game. And, you know, despite, I'm just looking at a series of missed chances. I mean, Savile's chance we've mentioned already. Afobe, um, he had that back-to-goal effort, which I thought was quite a tough, tough um, yeah, yeah. situation. That was, tough one, yeah. that was a tough one of the two he had, anyway. Yeah, and, I mean, the, the, the screamer was Savile's, should have done better. Um, Matt Smith, I think, had a header when normally you'd expect him to do do better as well late. Um but, you know, I, I can't ask much more from Gary Rowett than to set up in an attacking stance and, and get at it. And that's what we, we saw yesterday. So, you know, for a change, I'm going to say, well done, Gary Rowett, in that sense, because <laughs> that's what we wanted to see all along, didn't we? I don't know yeah, how you felt about I it. I think as well, previously, I think it's, I think more the Luton game was a bit of a wake-up call for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, because before that, it was very, uh, I'd say, monotone in the sense that it was just, it that first half, we could have old games like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Now it's sort of if we get to half time and we're playing that way, he sort of seems to, as you say, he's either throwing a rocket up him or something changes in the shape. He might throw a sub on. He'll he'll, he'll be proactive in trying to address it. Yeah, it's a learning curve for him. I mean, yeah. 
you know, someone someone said to me on on Twitter in the week that he's he's got. I think it was Tony Tony Mundy actually had his track record at places like Burton, which he did very well at, and and other um, Birmingham. I think he did well at, and, and other. You know, he's 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 clearly a manager that knows his way around the championship anyway. Yeah. And it's it's true. I mean, no one can no one can deny the stats. But I just think that it's it's one thing to do well at a place like Burton, but the then is a different different, yeah, a different um, venue, different arena, yeah. isn't it? You know. Um, I think it, we, get away with it. No, no, exactly. Way. We're we're a bit more unforgiving than most. Um, yeah, and obviously, it's like you say, the stats don't lie, but it's it's hard to it, it's a careful what you wish for sort of thing. Do you, if you if pe- yeah. the people who actually do want him out, who who do you then get in? I I, I don't and wonder. We've, really. we've I mean, getting I'm... we've getting the same sort of results. Yeah, I mean, you know, I spoke with Harry on one of the pre recent shows, and I mean, Harry's quite upfront. He don't don't like him, don't like his football. I, I I take my hat off to everyone that listens and and adjusts, and you know, even if it's not their natural starting, I think naturally Gary Rowe is a defence minded manager that looks to hit on the break with whatever yeah. quality. Well, he was a defender. Available. He was a defender as a player. Absolutely. And you know, um, a league table position is is what it is. Um, we're not in the top six, but you know, we're we're doing pretty well. But the problem that I think that he's he's come to, and he's come maybe he's come to recognise it, Steve, is that at the den, you know, you we we, we want blood and thunder, mate, don't we? I mean, it's yeah. you know, I enjoyed yesterday, although probably yeah, from, a, from a, a football purist point of view, they'd say that was a that was a, a wasteful game. You know, that was a game where um, quality should have told and didn't, but. I came out of there afterwards. I know we got withdrew, but I actually thought as I was walking back down the road afterwards, actually that was that's what I want to see. I want some some action, some drama, some 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 to and fro. You know, um, that's that's why we'll come back again week in week out. And yeah, maybe it's come to recognise that. I don't know. It's just them first halves. I mean, obviously there was a pretty decent crowd there yesterday, mm. and the atmosphere at the start of the game was pretty good, and then yeah. I've turned around to someone after 12 minutes and said, bloody hell, we sucked the atmosphere out of this already. <laughs> and like, just, but that is the first half. And then you, you change it. You, you, then you go to the second half. It's completely different. That's yeah. the sort of, I mean, like you, I've heard you say in previous shows, we're not here to compare Rowett and Harris, but under Harris, you would have that, what you say, blood and thunder. You'd have it all for the whole 90 minutes. There would be an atmosphere in the ground. It doesn't, if there is a low, yeah. it's better. I mean, I, I don't want to overdo Neil Harris as a manager. I mean, no. he, he, as, as a player, he he stands apart, and as, as a manager, he was he was he was a good Millwall manager because I think that he more than many understood the needs and the kind of um, what can I call it? Like the rhythm of the game at the dance. Car- the carnal, carnal desires of a Millwall. The <laughs> Which must, as 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 ever, we know they must build to a crescendo. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what he understood. Whereas I think um, Gary is is um, I think he's getting there. I, I, I it's he doesn't come from a Millwall background, so I, I think no. it, it must be a difficult thing to get. I know it's an overused word a little bit that they get us. You know, um, there is there is there is something that the end demands, and it won't always be beautiful football. Sometimes it is carnal design. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna nick that off you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Feel free, mate. But um, I think it was either you and you and Harry were talking about it after the Reading game, or it was on the, on the post Reading mm. uh, cast about it. Rowett when he came in said one of the main reasons he came here was because of the the fan base and how we are. Yeah, and he just seems like deter- if he under- it, that implies that he sort of understands it to an extent. Well, I suppose he's been on the but receiving the end he, of it, isn't he? He's yeah, been but on the then re- the way he sets up it just makes you think, well, what, what the yeah. fuck were you on about when you first walked in the door? This ain't going to get him off, you know, bums on seats. He ain't going to no. do it. Um, we kind of saw that a little bit with the midweek crowd. So it was very, I mean, it was a good lad, Mill crowd, but it was pretty sparse. And, and yesterday was a good turnout, actually. Um, you know, and it was a Remembrance Day thing. So people, you know, rightly will, will um, come down to Mill for that because the club does that. Pre-match ceremony, very, very well, I think. Most, better than, maybe better than all, but yeah, than, I, love, yeah. I love that whole part of it, to be honest. Yeah, it went really well. So congratulations yeah. to everyone, um, just before we close out, actually. I just want to, it's a good point, because I, I want to say well done to um, Millwall and to yeah, everyone, the organiser yeah. and the service personnel that, you know, that, that were there yesterday. Um, I mean, we've mentioned Billy Mitch as, as a probable man in a match in a cold light of day. Um 
I mean, Jed, we, we, we just get used to Jed um, being the linchpin of the side, Stephen. I thought he really, you know, wasn't one of his best days, but he certainly created chances for yeah, us. Yeah, he, he, he put himself about in the second half quite a lot yeah. as well. He was trying, trying to make things happen, so... Yeah, um, and I've mentioned Dan Ballard. I, I, I mean, he left the field injured, um, but um, very calm boy. Um, I'm hoping, I was reading a story that he might be available and we might be interested. Um, I hope we are interested and I hope we... We like, you like to think so. I've, I read another one that um, Arsenal think they're offering him a new deal. Yeah. How true that yeah. is, I don't know. I, I can't don't see know. him going back and getting in their team, although, having said that, who knows? I'd have him um, over Chambers or Holding, I think, in the Arsenal team. I think I mean he's gonna go for the if he can get a high level and get regular starts. I mean that's gonna be the key for the boy, isn't it? If yeah, can, of course, can, yeah. Can, can especially play, at the age he's at now. Can he start? Um he'll certainly start at the den, whether he'd start at something he said Highbury then it's been long gone. Um mm. the, the, the Emirates Stadium, whatever it's called. Who knows? Um Scott Malone mentioned, and I just want to also um, mentioned Bart Bielkowski, Steve, just before we close out, mate, because he made, you know, I, I called it a miracle to order on Twitter because I think yeah. we just get used to these saves. I mean, it. made... It's like it's, he does at one end what you expect Jed to do at the other. Yeah. And then yeah. if anything less is, well, he's had a shit game. I mean, you can talk about his distribution and some people do, but I, I, I take shot stopping ability over distribution, which can oh, be yeah, learned. Absolutely. Any day. You, yeah. you can't learn you can't learn fundamental talent. It's it's either in you or it's not. It's God given or whatever way you want to put it. And some of those stops he made were goal saving stops. We'd have got beat yesterday, but for Bart Bielkowski. So yeah, um, I think Mate, I'll, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a bloke who can make saves like him. If, absolutely, if he's spooning one out for a throw in every now and again. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, there we are, Bart Bielkowski. Hats off to you, mate. Um, really appreciate you taking time when you're Sunday, Steve. I'm going to let you get back to your family, mate. Um, now we've got a break, haven't we? We've got a break till the 20th, which I think is Middlesbrough away. Um, let's hope we use that break to um, deal with some of these. Yeah, recharge, deal with some of these defensive <laughs> issues. Because I, I, I think that'll be the only thing that um, that rattles our cage slightly is if we start. Don't know if we can't rebuild confidence. I think the loss of Sean Hutchinson yesterday, for illness, was uh, was a big loss. Yeah, I think. Well, we spoke about it last night. You, you, you can see when he's not playing, it sort of it seems to affect the whole of the rest of the back line, especially Cooper. Yeah, I think I said he was. He's like a kid waiting at home for his dad to get back from work. <laughs> That's a great image. That, that just at the window. <laughs> It's true. There's a house opposite us where the cat looks out the window all day looking for his yeah. owner to come home. And I think that's... Then lost eyes, yeah. <laughs> Jake's little lost eyes. That's fantastic <laughs> stuff, Steve. Really appreciate your time, mate. We'll do this again Thank sometime soon. Thanks for mate. having me on again. Thank you for listening to Aspen Media. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. Have a Till next time. Who do you want to watch? 